You're listening to Be Health Connected, a podcast by the St. Louis Area Business Health Coalition. Your host for today's episode is Annie Fitzgerald, BHC Director of Member Engagement and Health Solutions. I'm Annie Fitzgerald, and welcome back to the BHC's Be Health Connected podcast. Alzheimer's disease is a type of dementia that affects memory, thinking, and behavior. It's a condition that not only touches more and more lives every day, but also impacts the workplace, especially as employees are postponing retirement and continuing to work into their 70s. During today's episode, we are joined by Ray Castuciano, who is the DE&I Program Manager with the Alzheimer's Association, Greater Missouri Chapter, to discuss how employers can build strategies to navigate Alzheimer's in the workplace. Ray, thank you so much for being here. Yes, I'm delighted to be here, Annie. Thanks again. So we currently have a problem, and yet we do have hope. So let's begin some of the problems. So there are currently 6 million Americans with Alzheimer's, over 11 million unpaid caregivers who provide over 18 billion hours of caregiving valued at about $340 billion. Okay. So one in three seniors will die with Alzheimer's. That's more than breast and prostate cancer combined. Two thirds will be women. And in 2023, Alzheimer's and other dementias will cost us about $345 billion. And if things don't change, we're looking at about a trillion dollars in 2050. So by comparison, Missouri is about $389.9 million in GDP, just put it in perspective. And in Missouri, there are about 120,000 people with dementia, and about double that for caregivers. So about approximately 360,000 um, total. And uh, Annie, have you been to Bush Stadium when it's full capacity? I have, I have. Yes, there's about, so picture eight sold out Bush Stadiums. That's what we're looking at. So it's, it's staggering. And, and, you know, unfortunately, our diverse communities are disproportionately affected by the disease. Blacks are about twice as much as their white counterparts, and their Hispanics are about one and a half times. I mean, as you said, those statistics are really staggering. Um, so I imagine, you know, it probably has a pretty big impact in the workplace. Why should employers be paying attention to this, to this disease? Sure. Well, you know, with a tight labor market and competition for talent, it would be in the best interest of any employer to pay attention to this disease. So just some of the work effect of caregiving, you know, 57% arrive late or leave early to take time off, 18% become a part-time worker for, you know, from full-time, you know, 16% took leave of absence, 9% quit work just entirely, and some of 8% turned on promotion. So as you can see, these effects can have a major impact on the employer's operations and competitiveness. And I'm sure a big impact on, you know, like you said, employee retention, but also the, the concepts of absenteeism and presenteeism in the workplace as they're, you know, missing work due to caregiving or, you know, maybe they're at work but concerned about a, a family member um, that they're caregiving for. Um, how can employers offer support to, to those employees, either those suffering from early symptoms of the disease or serving as caregivers? Yeah, that's a great question. Uh, you know, a couple of things come to mind. So, uh, First, the employers can really normalize this sub-disease, much like cancer and diabetes. So Alzheimer's still has great stigma and not talked about. You know, talking openly about it really reduces stigma. So that's probably the very first thing that employers can do. You know, so that once it's out in the open, 
the employers can talk to their employees on how to address this on an individual basis. You know, I speak as a caregiver, you know, I believe each caregiver journey is unique. So it's really important for the employer and employee to have clear communication lines. Um, second, you know, you could consider bringing us in, Alzheimer's Association, to give you some free education workshop to your employees and employee resource groups. You know, it will educate your workforce, especially with those sandwich caregivers, taking care of their children and aging parents, which is very common these days, on just some of their options when dealing with the disease. You know, it's, as I mentioned earlier, it's really expensive, um, really uh, very taxing, both physically and emotionally, and this educates them uh, what it is and what they can do about it. They don't have to do it alone. Certainly those community resources can be a huge help, not only for individuals, but also for employers themselves. Um, as we think about the research and the science around Alzheimer's and, and knowing that it's continuing to advance, um, what improvements can we expect to see in the ability to diagnose and treat this disease? Yes, so it's it's really hopeful and exciting times in the era of treatment. So here, just some of the latest, you know, in 2022, FDA approved lecanemab or lecanemab, which is a monoclonal antibody drug against amyloid for treating Alzheimer's from Biogen and ISI. But here's the thing, since 2022, last year, Centers for Medicare and Medicaid Services continues to deny coverage for FDA approved monoclonal antibodies directed against amyloid for the disease because they deem it not reasonable and necessary. So what does that mean? Well, barriers to access remain high. Medicare beneficiaries need to be enrolled in a clinical trial to have coverage. I mean, how many clinical trial sites are there in the United States, you know? Um, just not a whole lot. And if you're not, the cost is very prohibitive. It means that only a few who can afford a drug will have access to it. And this is unprecedented and must be reversed. There's growing consensus in the scientific and medical communities about the clinical benefits of thorough removal of amyloid from the brain for people living with mild cognitive impairment, which is the precursor to Alzheimer's, and early stage Alzheimer's disease. So since CMS issued its coverage decision in April 2022, new clinical data have been published to clearly demonstrate a meaningful clinical benefit from a new treatment, you know, lecanemab. So we are really ramping up our advocacy efforts to address this. Now, with regards to diagnosis, there are new innovative methods that are less invasive to use blood and detect biomarkers that way. However, it still has a long way to go to become mainstream. And so certainly we expect to see, you know, more coming from the Alzheimer's Association as those, those um, you know, pot potential um, diagnosis criteria and treatments evolve. Um, so we look forward to, like I said, learning from your organization. Um, but for those listeners that currently want to learn a little bit more, what resources are, are available online and in the community? Yeah, so you can just go on our website. ALZ.org, ALZ.org. There's going to be tons of resources, not just for you know, um, professional uh, caregivers, uh, medical professionals, or um, even caregivers, family caregivers. So just go on our website, ALZ.org. Or, you know, if you are dealing with someone who has the disease, you could have um, a private consultation, a free one. Um, go, go to our 800 number, 1-800-272-3900. Again, 800-272-3900. It's free, confidential. We know that there's still stigma. So you can talk to one of our consultants, just, um, again, just privately, confidentially. Again, 800-272-3900. And we speak over 100 languages. 
That's awesome. And and I imagine, you know, for those employers that are looking to support their employees that either, you know, are, are um, living with the condition or are caregivers, um, that could be a great resource to share with them, to let and let them know that there is, you know, this, this support line available. So um, if you're interested in, in learning more about that, as Ray said, visit ALZ.org. Um, Ray, you know, as we close, any parting words for our audience? Well, um... Again, thank you so much, Annie. You know, if you need more information, just simply, um, especially for your caregivers in the workforce, we all we do offer free, free. Did I mention free? <laughs> free workshops about Alzheimer's disease. You know, maybe, maybe focusing on prevention. You know, for employees, employee resource group. We just finished one for a local aerospace engineering company, uh, one of your member um, employers. Uh, so if you're interested, just reach out to us. Otherwise, visit us at alz.org um, and join us moving towards our vision of a world without Alzheimer's and other dementia. So thanks so much again, Annie. Thank you, Ray. We appreciate your time today and look forward to taking these call to actions to our employer members. Thank you. Thank you for listening to the Be Health Connected podcast. For additional episodes or to learn more about employer resources available through the St. Louis Area Business Health Coalition, please visit www.stlbhc.org.